0: It is undoubtedly a time of opportunity. Probably more than, definitely more than any other period in human history. The individual has control over his own fate. Of course, it's by no means equal opportunity. Some are born with much more, some are born with much less. But even those with less have more than they ever did. Like We don't live in a utopia it's not perfect but these days it's not even uncommon for somebody to be born into poverty or extremely difficult circumstances and end up wildly successful there is just example after example of people overcoming bad odds so the societal view of ambition has changed over the years right Whereas it used to be frowned upon to want to excel above your birth-given position in life in the social and economic ladder. You know, if your dad was a blacksmith, you had to be a blacksmith, and if you wanted to be something better, people would say, why don't you just shut up and be a blacksmith, right? Now, it's the opposite. Now you are frowned upon for not being ambitious enough. Now we have films, tv shows, books, x-factor backstories that focus on the rags to riches story and we as a society get a massive boner for it. The American dream you know work hard enough and you can do or be anything that spread to all western societies and beyond. So now we tell ourselves and we tell each other to dare to dream and to dream big and teachers and parents tell kids that they can be anything they want to be right and that sense of almost infinite possibility is truly captivating to feel right that shit will light you on fire right metaphorically and even the dream before a single thing has been achieved. Even the dream. The hopes. The sense of ambition. The sense that you can decide where you end up. Even before you've taken a step. That in itself brings some sense of contentment. Maybe that's not the right word. But it brings you something. Just on its own. Without any, without anything after. Just the feeling of, of, of hope. So. To make somebody believe that is a gift, right? And it will inevitably help them to go on and achieve more than they ever would have otherwise. And to believe it yourself is honestly just fucking vital. At least to me, I feel it is almost an essential component of my sanity, right? The belief that I have potential. But belief in yourself, is a double-edged sword. Like almost any thought that runs through your mind, there are consequences, right? Potential pitfalls, ramifications. There is a cost, right, to everything. So what happens when we tell a generation to reach for the stars, right? What are the consequences? Well, the evidence is around us, right? Are we not the most entitled generation yet? Are we not the most spoiled the most sensitive, the most emotionally fragile, right? Are we not in the age of quick fix, magic pill, shortcut solutions, like trying to make the most money, doing the least work, stepping on each other, or sucking dick, literally or metaphorically, or cheating our way to get to the top, right? I am massively generalizing, of course, but correct me if you think that these things are not more prevalent than they have ever been. And why is that? Is it because if you tell somebody they can be or do or achieve anything and they believe it, it's then not a huge mental leap for belief that they can to turn into expectation that they will, right? And when, you know, people-pleasing politicians go on further and tell people, it's what they deserve yeah it's their right it solidifies that expectation and and high expectations are okay right but if you don't put the brakes on it you don't give them the terms and conditions you know the disclaimers and the real life small print then expectation becomes entitlement and now welcome to 2020 right where everyone has limitless expectations. You know, everyone's going to be a rapper or a pro sports player or the next Elon Musk or the biggest TikTok star, right? And when it doesn't come off, when shit doesn't go their way, when they hit like 25 and haven't made a mil yet, they can't deal with it, right? Because we simultaneously possess the highest capacity for dreaming and the lowest tolerance for disappointment and that is a wicked cocktail because the truth of the matter is yes if you work hard enough and smart enough and you have just a little bit of luck you can probably make something exceptional of yourself right but most people won't reach the heights they dreamed of as a child right i'm no different right it's looking less and less likely that i'm actually gonna be an astronaut you know and so Think about this huge disconnect between the expectations we hold and the reality we find coming true before us as a child you kind of believe that you are like this special thing you're like this special person right in some way or another and we like nurture this feeling in kids and so you fucking should feel it really because you are or or like even if you're not like at that particular time the point is you could be right that's the point everyone has the potential to at least do some good shit right so if your teachers and your parents or whoever does a good job then you carry this sense you know this sense of potential of your own personal potential into adolescence and and even into adulthood but You know the demon in the shadows is then the huge potential for disappointment that this sets you up for should your wildest dreams not actually come to fruition as they probably won't right so what do we do with that disappointment right well the answer should be nothing really the answer should be feel it right then carry on with your day But it ain't that simple. It it shouldn't be a problem, but it is. And this disappointment is an actual problem because our culture now works on the assumption that disappointment is something to be avoided. So we're constantly protecting ourselves and each other from it and we're almost actively scared of it, right? We think that less disappointment amounts to a happier life, right? On the surface of it that seems like a fine statement right it seems passable because in our minds right disappointment feels bad therefore try to feel less of bad thing less of bad thing equals good thing but but no like no no like that's the falsehood right not feeling something bad doesn't make you feel good it just doesn't make you feel and worse the absence of disappointment makes you more vulnerable to it imagine everything going exactly how you want it right for your whole life or you know getting everything you want for the first 18 years of your life right you're under the illusion and forgivably so that that's how the world works everything just works out for itself and turns out fine right then all of a sudden you fail some exams and you can't get into the uni course you wanted and you at that age you think that that's your whole life gone right you think that that's the most important thing in the world and it's going to fuck everything up afterwards right that shit would hit you like a fucking train if you've never experienced any kind of disappointment or rejection or anything like that before it would truly be a rude awakening so do i believe that we shouldn't carry so much ambition like is that the solution should we encourage young people less should we tell them to be more realistic right should be like should we be like yo timmy you could be the prime minister but it's so unlikely that you know it wouldn't be statistically inaccurate to describe it as near impossible like should we say that like, of course not of course we shouldn't and we don't need to lower our sights right the answer to dealing with disappointment of unmet expectations is not to expect less yeah that old like aim low and avoid disappointment, right? That is the coward's choice. I think it is possible to hold very high expectations for yourself, to, like, believe in your ability to achieve some special shit whilst maintaining some kind of, like, resilience to the actual realities of life, right? Are you a dreamer or are you a realist? I don't think it has to be a choice, yeah? You can want everything without feeling like you are owed or entitled to anything, yeah? You can be ambitious without being overly vulnerable to the disappointment that comes with unmet expectations. Like, But we have to look at disappointment very differently. Actually, we probably have to look at all of it differently. So let's take ambitions to begin with, right? firstly your ambitions and dreams need to be taken at face value and appreciated for what they are literally right now like not as any kind of promise for the future but simply as a privilege to feel right to be young and full of hope that might be the happiest or the most engaged you ever feel or or certainly it will come close right i think we're under this illusion that achieving everything will give us this sense of like ultimate peace like completion right it's done yeah like i've completed i've, I've completed the game man but ask the business tycoons like what they loved the most right the people who we would all say quote unquote made it right and they say it was when they were just starting out When they were trying to build things and get shit off the ground, you know, because they had hope and direction. And let's say you get hit by a bus and die tomorrow, right? I hope you don't. I hope you survive it, mate, at least till the next day. You know, you still spent your last day thinking about all the good shit you were going to do, right? Feeling like you have the world at your feet and imagining the possibilities. And there is value in that feeling in and of itself. Does it not feel good? If you died tomorrow, did it not still feel good today? And maybe one day you'll actually reach those goals and you'll feel some sense of fulfillment and achievement and everything else. But that's a different day. Today you feel hope, right? And it is always today. So you better appreciate the blessings of the day, right? And I'm not saying that we should sit there daydreaming. Obviously, we have to do practical work towards something. You can't be stuck in perpetual dreams, right? But I'm saying that you can't tie the value of your ambition to whether or not it ever actually materializes. Like, when you buy a lottery ticket... You spend your pound or maybe it's £2 these days, whatever. But you aren't really paying for the chance to win, you know. Not really. You're buying yourself the daydream, right? So you can spend an hour thinking about what you'd spend on, all the shit you'd do, you know, who you'd give the money to, all the crazy shit, whatever. You're buying a little bit of hope, right? Now for expectations which are really just really just ambitions that you start to believe will actually come true you know you start to really think that it's more likely to happen than not you know you can probably search for some like self-improvement videos or some like motivational shit from like you know all the, the the household names on youtube and you'll find people talking about the importance of like, visualizing shit and you know actually believing that you're gonna make it and all that. You know, like going like sit in the expensive car when you can't afford it and like pretend you're gonna buy it and shit. Whatever. I don't know really how I feel about all that to be honest. Like whatever. You know, there are many ways to skin a cat. Um, maybe that works for some people. Maybe it makes a difference. Maybe it makes no difference. Maybe it's all in the head. Who gives a fuck, really? I just think that the only point I want to make is that your expectations need to come with accountability and responsibility like as in the statement i think this will happen becomes i think i can make this happen right a lot of our generation and and younger have this weird sense that like things will happen for them right that's that's some somehow shit will just figure itself out right and that any bad luck was like some aimed thunderbolt from the heavens as if like it was all personal it's a sense it's a self-centered sense that like the world revolves around you which again like you can be forgiven for 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 thinking that as a child like i suppose self-improvement people call it taking ownership right i suppose that's what we need to actually do with our expectations right rather than relinquishing our, our our responsibility so that we can Essentially, like so that we can feel like free from blame if things don't pan out how we want or how we expect them to. So I suppose taking responsibility for your own for your own expectations rather than seeing them as something of outside of yourself right rather than seeing them as as external factors. So let's get to the point right to move on to disappointment. You're gonna to have to like bear with me on this whilst I like set down some foundations because I, I want to build from the ground up. Let's start with a basic statement. Can we all agree that it is impossible to get through life without experiencing some disappointment? It will, of course, massively vary from person to person. Some will experience what seems like torrential, continuous disappointment for the majority of their life, and some will, you know, experience. A lot less but let's just agree that to begin with let's just agree that it's impossible to get through life without experiencing some now can we also agree that the less we feel probably particularly early on in life the less ready and able we will be to cope with what we do feel i actually truly sometimes wonder about my own capacity for this like being that I consider myself to be, like, pretty fucking lucky and fortunate thus far in life. And that is that is an understatement for how I consider myself, right? I sometimes then wonder, like, how would I really deal with any significant tragedy? Like, hopefully, my parents have equipped me with some, you know, with a solid enough head on my shoulders. But I don't think you ever really know how you'll react to things until they happen. Anyway, that is besides the point. What I'm saying is, if we go through life being told yes, then we will find it very difficult when somebody finally tells us no. And it's not just parents that spoil kids, right? It's attitudes of politicians. It's the technological advancement that makes everything so easy. And it's like a mainstream popular culture attitude of like sensitivity and pandering And they all come together and breed entitlement. So, anyway, based on our two assumptions that A, it is impossible to avoid disappointment and B, generally the less you experience, the more susceptible you are to it. Is it then fair to say that maybe our goal of avoiding it at all costs is both futile and harmful? Now, I'm not saying that we should actively go out and seek it, right? I'm not saying they purposely, like, step in dog shit or, you know, don't prepare for the interview or, like, go into your exams high. Like, that would be crazy talk, yeah. I'm not saying go out and just start doing shit that's going to ruin your own life, right? That would be be not worth mentioning in a podcast because it would be categorically and objectively bad, right? But I am saying that we should... Look at the potential for disappointment as the cost, right? It's just the fee that you have to pay for playing the game, right? It is a hard and fast rule. Everything comes at a cost, yeah? Literally everything. And I'm just calling it a cost. You could call it a consequence, you could call it, you know, the effect or the choice or whatever. Whether good or bad, it all comes at a cost, right? The cost of ambition is the potential for disappointment, right? Just like the cost of confidence is the risk of embarrassment, right? The cost of telling the truth is vulnerability, right? The cost of standing out could be social ostracism. The cost of conforming could be a loss of individuality, right? The cost of putting yourself first is other people's priorities, And the cost of putting others first is yourself, right? There's always a cost. And you know what? Like, for most of the good things in life that come at a cost, i.e. everything, I don't think we're getting ripped off. Like, I think it's a pretty good deal. You know, life generally prices things, like, pretty competitively. And if you take responsibility for yourself, then you won't feel ripped off, right? And it doesn't really matter if you do because the cost is the cost and you can't really change it 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 just is it is just life right and some costs you may consider not worth it and so you won't do the thing right if you don't think getting in shape is worth the effort the inconvenience getting up early to get the gym before work or, or whatever it is then you you won't do it right so so that's fine as well but you can't have both you can't cheat the system right you can't have one without the other it just is it's not a separate thing it is part of the same thing like disappointment and ambition are the same thing they are there are two sides of the same coin and you cannot hope to have one without the other because that is that is not playing by the rules man that is hoping for life and the universe to be different which is true insanity right i think when you take disappointment as a reasonable and justified cost for actually trying you know for all the possibilities and you understand that the presence of this cost the presence of a cost or consequence to everything is just one of the rules of the game right it's just something that is then it becomes much less scary and much easier to accept because if you feel disappointed right it just means you're playing the game right you're just taking part you're supposed to feel disappointed when shit doesn't go your way like in your career in love in anything right you're supposed to be disappointed when things are shit, just as much as you're supposed to be happy when things are good just like you're supposed to be excited sometimes and calm other times like you're supposed to feel it all and that's called being a human and actually being connected to the true human experience right the real human experience i mean not like the one in hollywood or the one on social media or the one you read about or hear about on the news right to be a real human to have a true human experience on this earth is to feel a fucking smorgasbord of emotions right some good some bad some probably don't even know if they're good or they're bad They're just weird, mate. It's all part of it, and it is richer for it. So what do you actually do when you are disappointed about something? Well, it's a stupid fucking question, really, right? I'm going to paraphrase my own mother from a time when I was seeking advice. She said, be disappointed then. Now what? And more than the words, it was the matter-of-fact delivery that hit me it always is actually because we can flesh out our thoughts and theories about things we can analyze like and philosophize all we want but much of life really can be that matter of fact what should you do if you feel sad just feel sad for a bit you know just because you feel it doesn't mean you are it what if you just got dumped or cheated on and you're heartbroken or pissed off or or worse apathetic well you pay the fee yeah because the heartbreak you feel can only be proportional to the love you felt that's a soppy as fuck I wish I didn't use that example (laughs) anyway you see where I'm going we can't have this disappointment phobia because it is crippling so you know just be a human choose to be ambitious And if and when the disappointment comes, take it, feel it, crack on, you know, you're allowed to be sad, but there's no need to get sad about it.